back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is episode 33, Pattern Translations and Languages Aplenty. Yes. That was kind of a mouthful of a headline, but it really is true. Upon our research, Languages Aplenty seemed fitting because we found a lot of really cool stuff that I'm Mm -hmm. excited about. Um, Yeah. Um. Definitely patterns are not the same in every language. <laughs> we found out. No. Which makes they are sense. Not. I mean, it makes sense because obviously the words single crochet are not going to be the same in English as they are in, say, French or German or, you know. So I get it. I don't like it, but I get it. <laughs> right. Although I will say, okay, so while we were researching about this topic, I stumbled across a website that was pretty cool. And I imagine, I'll be honest, it's it's called knittingfool.com. So like knitting, F-O-O-L.com. And I'm sure that there's a crochet option there too. Of course, I just searched for knitting mm-hmm. pattern translations, just trying to see what I could find. Yeah. And this website, you can translate to or from 16 different languages. That's it's like so- the Google Translate of yarn. And it's awesome that there are advancements in technology, I guess, like as far as internet websites and that kind of stuff goes to where you can share that kind of information very quickly um, rather than, you know, having to do the old school way where someone who probably speaks that language would have to teach you. Well, and I agree wholeheartedly on that in general, like not even related to yarn because my area that I am responsible for at work there are a lot of Spanish speaking and Portuguese speaking um clients Mm -hmm. and there are a lot of times that like I will go to pull up someone's web page and be like ah mm, whole web page in a totally different language here yeah and thank the lord the little button pops up that says would you like to translate this whole page yes I would google (laughs) thank you thank you for having my back on that (laughs) um I don't know. I really wish that I could learn Spanish fluently because it would help me tremendously in my real life job. Well, and I think it's it's just awesome to know. Well, you know me. I'm always looking for schooling and something. But I think that, like, it it just helps your brain grow a little bit more. And I found an app, actually. And I know that there's a bunch of different apps now. And I don't know if you've tried any of them. I tried an app called Duolingo. Mm-hmm. I've heard of it. I haven't tried it though. Um, I liked it a lot because you could pick. <clears throat> Bear with me. I'm also still got this barky seal cough, everyone. So I'm really sorry. One second. <coughs> I literally coughed as much as I could before we started recording. So I was like, let's get that out of the way. But oh no. So follow up in last week, listeners. I'm on round two of antibiotic and steroids and an inhaler. I feel okay. My voice is still a little hoarse because my cheer girls had our first game on Saturday. And you better believe that I cheered the whole game also with them. Yes. So, although I sound a little cruddy, I promise you, I feel totally fine. So, there's that. Minus the occasional seal bark. But, yeah, Duolingo, I really liked. You could choose, like, 15 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, whatever, like, was good for your schedule. And it just, because it's an app, like, it would send you, like, a push notification, like, hey, we haven't seen you log in today. Did you want to practice that Spanish for 15 minutes? And it's more, like, real-life conversations, not, like, 
basic stuff. See, I took Spanish in school, so I like I I can pick up on things that are said and generally get an idea of what you're talking about. But to speak anything back to you, mm, it's a no. Yeah. No, I also took Spanish in school and I got nothing. <laughs> Shout out like, to Miss Jacobino, our Spanish teacher. I could maybe uh, she was a, a gem. I could maybe have a conversation with a kindergartner. I think that's about as far as it goes. Like we could talk about colors and numbers, probably. You know, actually, uh Tiff and I used to talk Spanish around mom just to make her mad because she'd be like you guys are talking about me, aren't you? Are you talking about me? What are you saying? What does that mean? And like, we could literally be like, the sky is blue. And she'd be like, what are you doing? What are you saying? <laughs> Losing her mind. Uh, uh, we, God, we used to really annoy her. We used to do that. And then like one time, one time we took a trip to Disney uh, after dad died. And I mean, we were like middle school, high school. So like not little kids. Yeah. But I don't know what was into us that day. We decided we were going to carry a British accent the entire day. <laughs> She was so mad. Like, you guys knock it off. And we'd be like, just crazy with her. I don't even, I mean, I don't even, like a bad British accent at that. I'm sure everyone around us knew that we were not British. Yeah. But we really stuck it to the course and carried it on throughout the entire Disney trip that day. Um, She she was so mad. (laughs) But no, I mean, I think something else cool. Okay. Although you can translate patterns to and from different languages, something I thought was neat also said a lot of times that when trying to translate something into a new language, what they'll do is use symbols instead. Like it could be, yeah, you know, a pearl stitch equals a blue square and a knit stitch equals a red circle. Mm-hmm. So then they write the whole pattern in series of squares and circles. Yeah. So that then they can translate, you know, to whoever, whatever language that those stitches equal those same symbols and, and work it out that way. So I thought, man, that was pretty cool too. I don't know. There was actually... Um, a pattern that was for a poncho that I loved and the original pattern was written and I want I want to say Mandarin if I remember correctly I'm not 100% sure on that but I think it was Mandarin and um somebody had taken the pattern and um made it like a a graph almost where it, it was kind of the same thing where it was like an x was a single crochet or whatever and like a triangle was double crochet or what have you and I took one look at it and was like nope (laughs) see it would take me forever because I feel like something like okay if it's just knit and pearl that's only two stitches but something like that where it gets a little fancier or like some of these knit patterns that I refuse to try because they require slip stitches and all kinds of crazy stuff I feel like the only way you could do that, like, okay, if you're looking at that graph and there's triangles and there's squares, like, I would feel the need to, like, highlight or color code everything first. Mm-hmm. So then that pattern's going to take me twice as long because I got to take a whole week to color code the dang thing. I got to put it into an Excel spreadsheet. Yes. <laughs> yes. Create the pivot table. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Oh, man. I, uh, but yeah, that was, like, one of the only times. And then, and I know a lot of people watch YouTube videos for patterns. And that is all well and good. I have no, you know, qualms about that. But I have a really hard time with YouTube videos. I want it to be written down and I want to be able to mark off where I was. Oh, okay. Because if I have to go back to a YouTube video and watch it, like, what if I don't 
started at the same spot that I left off and now right. I accidentally have an extra row that I didn't mean to have because I was No, I will agree. I couldn't imagine going I don't know. like to YouTube for a whole pattern, but I will say as a new knitter um I found YouTube really helpful like like if I was looking up like the waffle stitch, which is a four row repeat pattern. I could watch them like, oh, they swing the yarn this way before they do that step. Like, not necessarily yeah. for the pattern, but just to see, like, how they created seed stitch. I love the way it looks. Mm-hmm. Refuse to do it because you change knit and purl every other stitch. First of all, I will jack that up. I will get busy watching a show. I will forget where I was and I will double knit or double purl and screw the whole thing up and be mad. Second of all, we all know that I hate pearl stitching. So, like, if it's a whole row, maybe okay. But not changing my yarn direction every other freaking stitch. So, it's going to continue looking pretty. And I'm just not going to tango with it yet. Yeah. There was a a sweater that I really want to make. Somebody had um, posted a picture in one of the crochet groups. And it looks super duper cute. And somebody had put in the comments do you have a pattern for it and they said no no pattern just a youtube video and i clicked on it and i watched like a couple minutes of it and that's another thing too like i feel like if the person who's doing the video isn't very engaging or doesn't like have a personality that i really want to listen to or something you know what i mean like i just oh i do know exactly because i get like my my ocd just can't handle certain things like there's a certain canning tutorial lady that we were watching some videos of for a little while. But I, I was too distracted by the fact that her hair was in this weird braided braid without a hair tie at the end. And she kept like hanging it over the food. Yes. And it just kept coming unbraided throughout the whole thing. Right. I couldn't tell you anything about what she did canning wise, but I could tell you where every piece of hair was and where it shouldn't have been. Like, yeah. My brain just gets too so yeah, YouTube videos are hard. Like I said, I, I like to watch to like learn how to do the stitch, but I couldn't imagine doing it straight on. Why? Okay, we're gonna change gears for a minute. I know we're talking about patterns and translating, but something interesting I've realized tonight while I was at baseball. Yeah. I'm always knitting usually at baseball. I'll take mm-hmm. like a little whatever I'm working on. Yeah. And Tonight we had pictures, so we had like 45 minutes to kill before the game even started. So I was cranking out some stuff tonight. Mm-hmm. And a mom walked past and was like, you're always knitting, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh, I wish I could learn. And I was like, I'll tell you what, I just started learning last year during football season. And like, it's not a competition. I'm not really that good. I rip a whole lot of stuff out and frog it back because I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why. It's like a... I've had several other females do this, and I don't understand it. Maybe maybe you can give me some enlightenment. Why do other females feel the need to, like, oh, yeah, I, I knitted a bib once. I don't know. That's magical. <laughs> I am really I proud know. of you. Like, <laughs> I know what or you like, mean. And it's like what that. are you working on? And I'm like, oh, I'm working on a dishcloth. Oh, yeah, well, my grandma crochets. Cool. Yeah. Okay, that's great. But like I don't know why everybody gets really like weirdly defensive if they don't. I don't I don't know. And you and I have known each other for years and you know that I am in competition or am I impressed by anyone? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know I mean? And not that and not that I don't like the things that people do. 
and I shouldn't say I'm not impressed by it because there are people who do some really impressive things, but it's not anything that I care about specifically. You know what I mean? Because well, I feel but like I also I did, just, I just do it. <laughs> right. I also just feel like you're the type, like if someone say a colleague, <coughs> sorry, that we work with was like, Hey Sarah, I'm over here working on this baby blanket. You would not respond with, I've made 12,000 baby blankets. What's up? Like, <laughs> no. you'd be like, oh, that's really pretty. I really like that. I'm glad that you're crocheting. Like, I don't, right, I don't know. I mean, it's just weird to me. That would be like, hey, you want to come over some weekend when you're not busy? And maybe you just want to crochet with me? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know why everybody has to try to either. Like, it's happened before. Yeah. Or... And the thing is, too, is, like, I have never crocheted in public for any kind of attention or anything. And it, as a matter of fact, probably quite the opposite. There are a lot of times when I have free time on my hands that I could be doing it, but I'm doing something else because I'm like, I don't want to be the weirdo that everybody is looking at. You know what I mean? I feel so, like the ball diamonds, everybody's accepted that I'm the weirdo. Like, here comes this lady with this big ass bag full of yarn again. Like, so I just don't care, but it's just. Like, most of the time, nobody says anything to me, and I'm totally content with that. I'm in my own world just watching these kids play ball and just knitting up dishcloths at the moment. Is this um, our Dirty Look of the Week, by the way? <laughs> I feel like it should be now that we're there. Like yes. Hey, be. Dirty Look Moms. It's okay that you don't crochet or knit. Like, we're not judging you for that. We right. really like having some homesteading skills. It's not everybody's thing. I get it. But yeah. no need. I'm not. I'm not knitting here to make anybody jealous. I'm not knitting to shame anyone for not knitting i'm just i really like yarn if they want to learn learn like who's stopping you i don't i don't i know i don't oh my gosh it's so funny that you say that so a friend on facebook that i don't know super well our kids play ball together Mm -hmm. um and she works at one of the schools so like we run into each other often Mm mm-hmm and she's super nice, and we were commenting different things. She was commenting. Actually, she posted about a sewing machine. Uh-huh. Looking like good ideas on a basic sewing machine, and I told her what kind I have and whatever. Another one of her friends that I do not know commented and said, I'm thinking of taking up knitting. Oh, my gosh. I had to, like, reel myself in. <laughs> Because I'm like, you don't know this lady, Brittany, and she's going to think you're a weirdo. But I commented and was like, knitting is so much fun. I learned with a book that you got me. And also by learning some stitches on YouTube. Just started last year. Caught on pretty quickly. Let me know if you have any questions. But then because the psychopath that I am, my mind won't let it go. And I'm like, I've got like five sizes of set eight needles and 16,000 skeins of yarn. I should see if she's serious. I'm at cheerleading practice on Thursday. I could drop her off some needles and some yarn, but then I don't even know her. I don't know her. Well, and I feel like you and I are both the same and that if somebody tells us that they're interested in something or wanting to do something, you and I are both super supportive of people growing and want to do things for people probably above and beyond what they're asking for (laughs) because we want to be helpful. That's like when you said that you were not really kept to crocheting but would like to try knitting i'm like 
okay, shit, let's get to Walmart. Let's get the knitting books and the uh, needles and That's stuff. That's what I was actually uh, telling the other mom. Like, yeah, last year at football practice, like five days a week is a lot of time to sit on your hands and have nothing to do. And last year was our first year of, like, COVID football practice, which yeah. meant we were not even allowed out of our cars. Right. So it was like, oh, two hours a day sitting in my car. Yeah. I got to figure something out. And that's really where I think, you know, that book that you got, if anybody's looking to start knitting, boy, uh, has super good books that are like step by step. Now move your thumb here. See how you're holding the yarn. Like super easy. If I can learn it, anyone can. Well, and I think it's, I mean, with anything, when we were talking about canning and stuff, it's like, we want to learn to can. Okay, great. Let's, let's buy cans in bulk. And um, a propane burner thing. And I tell anybody sugar. that doesn't know you, like, Sarah doesn't play. She goes hard in the paint. I'm all you in. You could say. <laughs> I'm all in. We're going to work on a space mission. And she'd be like, okay, so I bought the oxygen sensors. <laughs> And they're going to be delivered tomorrow. And then next week, I've got the insula- insulation coming in to line it. So I'm thinking if we take a vacation day this day, we could have this rocket up by Christmas. Like, there is yeah. no, I don't know. That's why I love you as a friend, though, because in all seriousness, like, everybody else can be some Debbie Downers. I could come at you with some crazy, as I have, and you're like, okay, sounds awesome. What do you need me to do? Like, (laughs) I just, I I don't, life is too short, you know what I mean? To be dragging your feet and I wish I could do this or I wanted to do that or should, could have, would have. No, we're going to do it right now. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm telling you you what, anybody that is listening, uh, here's a good example. Starting this podcast, we kind of talked about it a little bit. And then one day I messaged Sarah and I was like, hi, so we're going to start a podcast. And here's what I'm thinking. And she's like, okay, when do we record? Like, there's just zero hesitation. You need to find a friend (laughs) for your life that also has zero hesitation in having your back and all of your crazy ideas. Or we jokingly call them parrots here in our house because there was a King of Queens episode, which is one of our favorite shows. We love to watch reruns of. But Arthur Spooner, they were trying to, like, validate his feelings. And it was like, I want to be a candle maker. And they're like, okay. (laughs) So, like, they're getting them all this, you know, the melter thing for the wax and the wicks and whatever. And, like, he does that for a day. And he's like, I want to own a parrot. And, I mean, they just go through all these things. So, anytime (laughs) I have a crazy idea, that's usually what Jeff will be like. So, another bird. And I'm like, another bird. (laughs) But it makes that's our that's our joke here in the house. But I mean, I don't know. You never know unless you try. And like I know everybody says yeah. YOLO and you only live once. But if real you talk, like you only it, do live once. If you don't like it, I mean, what do you have? Probably some supplies that maybe you could probably resell on Facebook Marketplace or something, or give to somebody else who maybe has more gumption to do it. But you tried, you know. I'm really jealous of the Cullens from Twilight <laughs> because <laughs> I know, see we just never know where we're taking these turns here I don't um but in thinking of their lifestyle which I know is entirely fictional I'm still jealous I don't care um 
they never had to sleep. So they had infinite extra hours on their hand. Also, they were rich and didn't have to work. So that'd be really nice. But just to not have to sleep and waste that time every night. Like, I feel like there's so much more I want to do. Like, I learned to knit. Okay, that's cool. I really enjoy it. But let's decorate cakes. Let's start a bakery. Let's also do voiceover work. Let's learn these other languages. Like, there's just not enough hours for me. Work is a bit of a hindrance. And I know that that presents problems since I need to work, like, to live. But it really takes up a lot of my day also where I could be learning all kinds of cool stuff. Yes. Someday. One day. We'll get there. I know. I feel it. I feel like one day we are not going to joke about who our podcast is sponsored by other than (laughs) Anchor because our podcast is sponsored by Anchor. That one is legit. But a lot of times, like, you know, we'll throw out hashtag brought to you by boy because their crochet and knitting supplies are fantastic, as are their books. Um, but they're not really brought to us one by any of them. So, like, one day when we say, this episode is brought to you by Starbucks, I want to wholeheartedly actually have a Starbucks sponsorship. <laughs> to work that out. I feel like I've earned that from them. So then I guess all we need to do is what? Write an email to Kenny G's people, maybe? Doesn't he? I don't know. Is he still is he still majority owner? Because I, have, so, I honestly have no idea. To be honest, my email is not going to start out about our sponsorship. It's probably not going to go well because my email is going to start out about how they need to check their supply chain. Yeah. I've had Starbucks, what, three times in my life? Probably Four all times. with me. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm all with you. Influence. All with you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who. Sorry, guys. I don't know who is over the Starbucks chain. And who know? I mean, I don't know. They might they might just be franchises now. I don't know. I don't know. They definitely it? still have a corporate because you better believe I've reached out to them in the past. Yeah. Because Wasn't here's the thing. Like, that I was with with the steak and shake that was like you could buy the steak and shake franchise for ten thousand dollars. I feel yes. like it was. And I was like, Yes, we were in Chillicothe. <laughs> Chillicothe or Beaver Creek. I don't remember now that you mentioned it, but yeah, $10,000. Get in on that steak and shake. <laughs> I think it was Chillicothe because we were like, so it's just for yeah. sale? Like, that's how that works? Yeah. They were probably, I, I imagine it's probably like a partnership of several people that own it. And somebody and was probably selling like their, yeah, someone was probably selling their steak in it. Can we start a petition to franchise a Chick-fil-A? Are they, are Chick-fil-A franchise? Can we get one of those yeah. here in town? I don't know. You would think that I deprive my kids. Today, Remy was like, Mommy, can we please just have Chick-fil-A sometime? And I was like, well, sis, the closest one is like an hour away. So, (laughs) I mean, it's not like I'm withholding Chick-fil-A from you. Right. We just don't have one. Yeah, no. Uh, There's not one anywhere close. And the closest one that, so well, so I haven't had Chick-fil-A since I think I was like in ninth grade. And the closest one to us that we have is one in beaver creek and every time yeah. we drive by there the line is just wrapped around Do, okay the building don't let that ever deter you because let me tell you that chick-fil-a is a master of the drive through oh what they do is they actually have workers that stand outside with ordering and credit card machines so that when you place your order on the thing even if say you're the third car back from the window They'll be out there taking your payment, getting your stuff. Do you need any ketchup? Whatever. That way, by the time you roll up to that window, all your stuff is there. 
and it is like a well-oiled machine. Literally, look it up. Chick-fil-A has had like the best overall customer service in like the past three years, four years maybe, but their drive-through is what they're known for, like down to a science. All these food bank lines and vaccine lines over the past year, they should have had Chick-fil-A run that stuff because down to a science. Well, and I was going to say, I feel like maybe we should get them an RV also and take them on tour with us. And they can hit up yes. all the fast food chains. <laughs> oh, yes. Way. Starting with the McDonald's on Elm Street. Yep. Give a little in schooling to how to uh, get these lines moving. I went, I took Lucas to McDonald's um, after work today because it's just the two of us. And so when it's just the two of us, like it was today, because Eric and Ethan went to a concert in Cleveland tonight. So when it was just the two of us, I like to just do special things, just me and him. So we can kind of hang out for a little bit. So it's not our usual takeout night. That's usually Fridays and he's a McDonald's junkie. So that's where he always picks to go for Fridays. So I asked him if he wanted to go tonight. So, um, First of all, let me just complain for a minute that Eric took my car to Cleveland, which is fine, but I didn't realize that until I was getting ready to get in it to go to McDonald's, and I realized that he left me his little spaceship car. And Oh, no, with the really dark windows? Yes, and I was like, and I'm not even going to get off the street with this car because it's also got one of those, like, turbos or whatever in it, so, like, it's really, like, jerky when it drives, and it's just awful. I just hate it. (laughs) I just hate it. But so we made it to McDonald's and back, but we got to the um, little speaker box thing in the drive through and um, we sat there and sat there and sat there and sat there and the line wasn't moving. There was three cars in front of us, but they had already like ordered and stuff and were already at the window, but there was like a standstill. Oh, and no. so then I was at the speaker box. There was a whole line of cars behind me. And I was like, do I just leave and go to a different McDonald's? But I was like, but if we go to the next nearest McDonald's, like, I don't know if we're going to make it there in this car because I hate driving this car and I don't want to drive it any further than here. Oh no. So I just waited, but like, I felt like the cars behind me were getting angry at me, but it wasn't my fault. Like she hadn't come to the speaker box. (laughs) Right. So I was just sitting there and she's like, sorry about your weight. And I was like, no, it's okay. Because I didn't want to yell at her and I'm not that way anyway. But even if I was, like, there's no reason for me to have an attitude. It's beyond her control, I'm sure. Also, you don't want spit in your food. Right, so and I'm that. just honestly thankful that she showed up to work. So, <laughs> you know. Yes. So Let's I talk guess. about while we're giving dirty looks for all of that. Yeah. Not that you gave a dirty look to them, because I know yeah. you don't. I'm giving it for you. But I'm also okay. going to give a dirty look to people that don't understand how the double drive through works. Yes. Because I was at our McDonald's by Walmart the other day. Mm-hmm. And as you'll know, it is a single file line until you get close to the two speakers. Yeah. And then you go left or you go right. Mm-hmm. But there are not dual lines all the way back. <laughs> right. There is a singular line. Yeah. Betty Sue, who was probably 86-ish behind me in her minivan. Oh. I'm like three cars back from the split okay so mm-hmm. i'm just waiting it out betty sue here tromps it behind me and rips it up to the outside lane <laughs> and i was like are you kidding me what is she doing and then i was like oh she's like 112 she's lucky because 
I'm just going to give her a dirty look from afar. I'm not going to get crazy, but Betty Sue, that's not how this works. Yeah. I, um, sorry. There just happened to be like, I think a dog fight going on in my living room. (laughs) Sounded a little aggressive for a second. (laughs) It was. uh, Somebody probably got a little too close to somebody's toy or something. Um, For our listeners who don't know, two of my three dogs are rescues and one of them has has temper issue with the other two she's very much a a diva and doesn't like anybody like near her looking at the food food or or anything right like she 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 likes to let everybody know who's boss and I don't really know what her past is because I don't really know like the whole situation that she came from but I imagine it was probably not a happy household or maybe with other dogs that she had to fight for food for or with or something I I don't know but she she comes with some drama (laughs) and sometimes she gets a little wild but anyway um so yeah that's just it's I agree with you about the McDonald's lines though with the um them wanting to have both of the lines split like all the way back to the street yeah if that's the case, they would paint two lanes all the way back right but there's not right right um and that's yeah i know which one you're talking about too and that's just in a very weird area also yeah i just the whole thing it makes me angry I don't know. And I try, I'm like you, like I try to be patient with everybody because we also work in the service industry as well and deal with people that sometimes are crazy. (coughs) But I also just need people to have common sense. Right. Like nothing more frustrating in our careers than saying something as if, I don't know, could I have your zip code? please and then you get every answer except for a zip code you get the phone number you get the address the name associated with what's going on like it thank you i appreciate all of that additional information but do you happen to have that zip code i know know. so it's hard not to get frustrated sometimes like i try really hard not to and i try to be understanding but at the same time like if you could just freaking listen to what is being said yeah, it's well, and not I feel that like I big of a deal. That same like... conversation with people in the household, also. Um, Agree. Like, if you would have listened to me the first time, <laughs> you know, or uh, you know, I, I I feel like every mom and wife could probably relate to that. But I even went as far the other day. It was like from now on, anytime I say anything that you feel like disputing, I'm going to write it down and I'm going to date it and I'm going to timestamp it. And then I'm going to let you do whatever it is that you feel is necessary to do. And then when you fail, cause you didn't listen, I'm going to say, do you remember that time on September 10th at three 53 in the afternoon when I told you blah, 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 here it is. Like here a captain's log. <laughs> let me refer back to the captain's log. March 24th, <laughs> right. 2019. You said you didn't need my help. and the lie detector test determined that was a lie yes i struggle gatlin is really bad lately about like he'll be like oh can i have some juice or oh can i have some milk or whatever cool 
he'll go take it in his room to drink it while he's like playing PlayStation. And then I'll go in there and be like, oh, hey, is that three cups on your desk? What could you, could any of those cups make it to the kitchen, please? And he'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. And then could you not, like, the next day I'll be like, and now we're up to six cups? Cool. Get them out of here. <laughs> yeah. But then I look like a crazy person yelling. Oh, I don't know what you're going to yell at me for. Well, because I don't know. I've been telling you for three days to get the cups out of here, and here we are. So, Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you could just listen, it would help tremendously. Right. Mine is, I always get the response of, well, you never said that. Uh, excuse me. Yes, I did. <laughs> I distinctly remember the conversation, actually. Um, and yeah, actually, Eric got on Lucas about that the other day because I had, I don't remember now what it was even about, but I told Lucas something. He even responded to me, so I knew that. You know, he heard me because I'm also one of those people, too, that I'm like, did you hear me say blah, blah, because if I say something to you and you don't respond to me, I assume that you didn't hear me or you're not paying attention or something. And so that is probably one of Eric's biggest pet peeves about me because he does hear what I say. He just doesn't respond. And that drives me crazy. But um, I had said something to Lucas. He didn't respond to me. And I was like, did you hear what I just asked you? And he said yes. So I get a shower, go on about my business, come back out, asked him. Um, God, it's going to irritate me now because I don't remember what it was. And he's like, you didn't say that. And Eric's like, yes, she did. I was sitting right here. Yes, she did. <laughs> but I was like, thank you for having my back. Because... A lot of times I will tell Gatlin, repeat back what I just said. And he'll be like, um, you said... Uh, I, I didn't hear you. And I'm like, but you were looking right at me. Like, I don't. Uh, yeah. What do you mean you didn't hear me? Yeah. I just. Uh, that's that's how I'm like, I have to have some sort of acknowledgement because. Otherwise, I feel like I'm just talking to dead air. And then. Like he did the other day. And I was like, well, did you blah, blah, blah. And I'm pretty sure it had something to do with school and oh see where that landed us this week oh but, no so I was um asked him if he did something and he's like well you didn't tell me that and Eric's like yeah she did <laughs> he absolutely did we had this my eighth grade teacher uh Mount Logan Middle School in Chillicothe his name was Mr. Plessinger and historically, he did this thing, and it was always, how do I know you're listening? And every, you had to repeat eye contact. So, like, if he caught you at any time during class looking at your notebook, looking down at your bag, looking at anybody else, not paying attention, he would literally call you out in front of everybody. Sarah, how do I know you're listening? And you would be like, eye contact. <laughs> but everybody passed his class because guess what? everyone paid attention yeah so it was always like the joke at the end of the year because at the big assembly at the end of the year he would be like eighth grade how do i know you're listening and everybody would be like eye contact you know but (laughs) but even like the bad kids that failed every class passed his class with flying colors and that's something i try to tell my kids because gatlin will also do the same like not acknowledge anything you said i'll be like did you hear me what did i just say and he'll be like yeah i heard you and i'm like okay well how did I know you were even listening, though, when you literally had your back turned to me? Like, I I don't know. I think it's a generational thing because kids these days just don't have a mom that will smack them off the back porch like it's nobody's business. Yeah. <laughs> um, For sure. 
obviously that's frowned upon these days but I feel like there was some no degree of that stronghold <laughs> yeah like I I don't know man I you know the stories that our parents have growing up are obviously different than ours but our kids man in this generation I don't know well and I think it comes down to like I know when I was growing up in our house like it was always like very rule oriented and no, like you didn't get away with nothing with my mom. Actually, because like Eric and I were just talking about that. Um, last night we were watching, we were watching Footloose and have you seen that movie? Yes. Okay. Well, you know where she is in the church at the end and she's just basically just sassing her dad the whole time. Um, and, um, like just trying to push his buttons and stuff. And I was like, that disrespectful little shit. I was like, if I had talked to my mom (laughs) like that, she would have backhanded me church or not. Like, yes, there would have been none of that. Now what I will say, like I, Tiff being the oldest was a little more daredevilish and a little mouthier. I watched all that go down and wanted no part of that. So I was a pretty good kid. Like, I didn't really mouth mom a whole lot because I knew better. Like, I knew she she had the look. Like, dude, I can give my kids the look and they will, like, I'll see your look and raise you 20. Like, they could care less that I am giving the shut up before something terrible happens right now look. And, I mean, my mom could just side-eye me in the back of the day. Like, I don't feel like our kids will ever know. Like the the reach back into the back seat, pinch and yeah. grab, smack combination. Like, <laughs> yeah, See, I know that you probably got that also in the car. We yeah. definitely did. Like, we would try to like pull our legs up on the seat and like, yeah. dude, moms back in the day just didn't play. Like, it wasn't right. My mom's look was not like a warning look. It was a delayed ass whooping look. Like, I'm not going to beat your ass here because we're in the middle of Walmart but you better believe when we get out to the parking lot Hmm. (laughs) now mom tried that uh she would do the little jig where like I don't think her teeth would ever move or open but it'd be like come here honey and like you know she's super Mm -hmm. pissed (laughs) yeah with the gritted teeth but you'd go over there and be like yeah like expecting to die and she'd be like you better knock it off or I'm going to beat your ass when we get to the car. But I one time chose to broadcast really loudly what she had just said, which was exactly (laughs) that. It was either knock it off or I'm going to beat your ass when we get to the car. Or it might have been, it's good that she's not here because she would not be happy that I'm saying this, but it is still (laughs) truthful. It happened. My sister will vouch. It also could have been the possibility of I will break your arm off and beat you with it when we get to the car. <laughs> <laughs> and I yelled it out loud. Don't break my arm off and beat me with it when we get to the car to where like everybody's looking and then you want to talk about the look of death. Um, That was a bad one. I had a couple like I don't know man. I was a little bit ballsy when I was younger. There are two plants along Route 23, one in Circleville that used to be a Purina, like, dog food plant. Oh, okay. I was thinking, like, act- like plants. But, okay. Yeah, I like, got a, no, like, like, like factory-type like factory plant. Type plant. Okay. Um, it stunk to the high heavens. Like, it was super bad. Yeah. So, before we moved to Masseyville, when I was little, I was probably, like, four, three or four. 
we were headed down 23 south there we came through circleville and i asked and we were with my grandparents who god love them both if grandma you're listening we love you um but grandpa was a retired pastor um you know they're they're pretty prim and proper you know definitely no cursing Mm -hmm. so we get past the first one and i'm like what is that smell and they're explaining what it is whatever well, head on south, continue, 23 south. You run into what's now called Pixel. Uh, I don't care who you are. It's the mead. It'll yeah. always be the mead. I don't care if the mead no longer. It's the mead, which is a paper mill. Um, people refer to Chillicothe as paper city, or uh, they also refer to the mead as the stink stack because there's a big red and white candy-striped smoke stack. Like, it's super... I mean, it screams Midwest. We'll just say that. (laughs) But the paper mill, if you've never been near one, also stinks to high heaven. Mm -hmm. It's weird now and as an adult, having grown up around it, not that it ever smells good to me, but it's a familiar, like, it smells like home to me, which is terrible because it's a terrible smell. Yeah. Um, But again, as a kid, we're heading on 23 South. We made it past that first one. We get to the second one and I say... Now, what in the hell is that smell? (laughs) And I definitely caught a hand to the face on that. Uh, But, you know, monkey see, monkey do. So, and I want to know what the hell that smell was. It was nasty. So, I don't know. I caught it like I saw it, I suppose. But, yeah, kids these days just will never know. Like, I feel like, you know, we always heard, like, the uphill to school in the snow, barefoot, both ways, whatever. Like, our kids won't, you know, we didn't ever have to deal with that, I guess. Mm. But mom was the type that whatever was, like, nearby would be coming at you. Maybe a wooden spoon. Maybe a yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> uh, then, see, and that's my problem. That's why, I guess, like, our kids are the way that they are. Or my kids. Because there's no follow-through with me. Like, I... I didn't ever want to be, like, the spanking parent or anything. I've never spanked Ethan. He, I mean, he's my stepson, so he was never, like, mine to spank. I never felt comfortable spanking someone else's kid, so I didn't. And Lucas, I think the last time I spanked him, he was maybe, like, two. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'd say the same with my kids. Like, it's not. They've done some corner standing and writing sentences and some other. Right, there was no, like, actual, like, physical punishment for anything, so he was probably, like, so what, I don't do it, like, what are you gonna do, like, you know, do you take away the TV, fine, but I think that that's probably why, because we, like, feared our parents, really, whereas, yes, Lucas doesn't fear me, he fears away- me taking away, like, the Wi-Fi, <laughs> I know, I, but that's it, like, there's no, like, actual... I see these parents and these things on Pinterest and I think I'm going to try it sometime to where like the kids chores for the day are dependent upon the Wi-Fi password that gets changed every day. Mm -hmm. I I know people that do that. But again, you know what? It's probably these stay-at-home moms that also aren't working 50 hours a week because all these little chore charts and ideas always sounded like such a good idea to me and I would always try to do them but like we'd get through like week one and have like a sticker again no follow-up clearly that's the issue here in Could our you lives imagine us logging into work late every day and be like sorry boss i forgot that i changed the wi-fi password because my kid just vacuumed <laughs> and it took me an extra 30 minutes to realize it and get logged on 
because that's how that conversation would go. <laughs> yeah, hey, sorry about that. I had to call our IT team, and then they reminded me that it was me, and I changed the Wi-Fi password, <laughs> and they don't know it because it's not theirs. Because I'll tell you, there are times I have to change some of our passwords to our applications at work, and literally I will change it and then be like, dang it, what did I just change that to? It was all of 14 seconds ago, but it's it's gone. It's completely gone. I feel like Lucas, like sheer panic sets in. <laughs> yeah. And then I've got to call the help desk. And I always feel so dumb. Like, hey, it's me. I just had to change my password to this application. And I'm so sorry. I literally don't remember what it was. And I know that it shows I just changed it three minutes ago but it's it's gone could you help me reset that well you're always so annoyed like they've got bigger fish to fry than my nonsense that was me the other day when it said that i had to change my password because my password was expired but i couldn't change the password because i had forgotten to log into my vpn (laughs) so i was like i swear if it is not one thing it is another and my boss is gonna be like and sarah's 8 15 you're still not logged on what's up I know it's it's bad but you know I will say I feel like everybody's adjusted really well I do too so many people in the workforce that either were working for home or are again working from home now that never were really that technology savvy like and they're making it work like I'm pretty proud of us America well Uh, it's it's not easy and we're lucky too that we live in an era where that's a possibility you know, I do want to get a street sign. Okay, I'll be honest. I want to get two street signs. I don't know why I feel so froggy on street signs in front of my yard, but there is an individual, I guess a city council election is coming, and I'm not a super fan per se, but there is a specific individual that I would rather not see even seated again. So I want to get a sign that says anyone but this individual's name for city council, and I feel like... <laughs> Can I do that? It's not going to be you slander. Run. You should run for city. Council. No, I don't. No, I definitely don't want to run again. Full time job. I don't have time for that nonsense. But, um, but okay. Real talk. Can I get slander for that? Is that like? Can I catch a charge if I put anybody but so and so's name? I even I just thought so. about just doing the first name. I don't know. I don't think that the other sign I would no. like in my yard is. I work from home on the telephone because we've got neighbors that like to mow their grass at like seven in the morning Mm. and I'll be like, Oh, Hey, client X, Y, Z. And then it's like, Hey, how have you (laughs) like up the side window here? And there's no escape. There's nowhere I can sit in this house where I cannot not hear that. Like we live in town. So I'm on a city block. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to prevent that. And I don't know that you can. I feel like there's so many people now, though, that are just kind of used to that kind of stuff. I have one customer who I talk to regularly who is also working from home and also has, I assume, maybe like a baby or toddler type age um, who keeps sucking on their headset while they're trying to talk and she's like, oh so my sorry. god, I'm get the mouthpiece out of my baby's mouth I'm so sorry but like I can always hear the baby like what? cooing and babbling and stuff because like she's always holding it on her lap and I hate to call the baby an it but I really don't know if it's a boy or a girl but, but wait I need you to go back why is this baby sucking on the headset like that's I don't know can we get a GoFundMe for this baby some pacifier <laughs> I don't know but 
like she will hold the baby on her lap and the baby will just straight rip the headset right off of her head and start sucking on the microphone and then i just hear this baby like sucking on the mouthpiece of this headset and then, like oh she's, no then she's taking it like wiping it off on her shirt putting it back on her head and she's like i am so sorry and the next pickup number is blah, blah, blah. and i'm like <laughs> oh man I... And I and i got her several days in a row Oh, that's crazy. I have had some doozies of calls this week, but that I think that takes it. Yeah, but I feel like, though, that at this point, it's like, it's just another day. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like everybody at the beginning was very much like, don't let anybody know that you're working from home, but <laughs> right. it's business as usual and blah, 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 and all this. But, it, like, everybody that can, I feel like, is. And, like, I have not been bothered once by hearing someone's kids in the background or dogs or cars or anything just let me help you and we'll just all move on with our day <laughs> yeah so, I I don't know it's it's so odd though because sometimes I just feel like like there should be part of the automated message if you are just looking for a friend to chat with go ahead and hit five <laughs> because sometimes I feel like like I had a guy the other day and I, I he asked for he asked a question I answered the question rather promptly because it's what we do and then he's like well it's not what they told me and I'm like oh well I'm so sorry you know so I like relay the information again and I'm like ready to move on and he's like yep Nine days I waited for that information. Oh. And again, I'm like, I'm so sorry. But it's like, dude just really probably needed a friend that day. He's having some struggles. Well, I don't get paid to be friends. Well, and when you think about it, too, a lot of people who are now working from home, maybe they live alone and work was where they socialize with people. And now I feel like after 18, you mean not everybody group chats and texts all of their colleagues daily, like psychopaths, like we do because (laughs) probably not, but I feel like there's probably a lot of people who probably feel very isolated, who have been home for a really long time and really, really do need like some sort of human connection because we, as people are not meant to be that way. I feel like we're, we're hurting animals you know <laughs> yes well we, we just gather here college. instead with our friends around the world which shout out real quick to everyone because we appreciate everybody being here with us i know this has kind of been a long all over the place episode but it's what we do best um we would really love for you to hit us up though tell us what you're working on mm-hmm. um you can get us on instagram and facebook at needles hooks dl or you can email us. It's spelled all the way out. Needles, hooks, and dirty looks at gmail.com. Uh, we hope that you find us there and and share the fun that we're having. I don't know. It's a good time. I literally laughed until I cried tonight because that baby in the headset, I just don't know. <laughs> I feel like it changed my whole day. I don't know. But hopefully everybody at least had a laugh with us tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And if if you do need some connection, even if it's just talking to us about crochet and knitting and stuff reach out to us because we're glad that you join us on Tuesdays actually really quick you bring up a good thing I've I've been thinking about this so listeners please let us know should we create a group because then everybody can kind of interact there and like get to know each other better that would be fun or maybe it wouldn't be maybe you're like Brittany and now you've jumped off the deep end we don't need a group we've had (laughs) enough so 
tell us what you think. If you think we should have a group, we'll make one. And we, of course, always think that would be fun. Um, but we look forward to your feedback. So find us at Needlesucks.io, Instagram and Facebook, or Needlesucksanddirtylooks at gmail.com. Otherwise, we hope that you join us next week for more shenanigans as we head into the end of this crazy month. Yeah. Um, we look forward to it, and we appreciate you being here. Yes. Bye. Bye.